Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hi, everybody. I'm Darren Javog, chair of DivorceNet and host of Clean Break, the podcast. I'm here today uh, with my co-host, uh, Tina Murray, the vice chair and uh, co-host of Clean Break, uh, the podcast. So, Tina, we have a, a guest on today of the show. Can you introduce us? Yes, absolutely. Good morning. Uh, this morning, we have Susan Dunton. She is a broker with Royal LePage Performance Realty. She's been in business for about 15 years, and welcome yes. to the show. Thank you. Yeah, Thank welcome, you Susan. How are you this morning? Great, thank you. I've been out pounding the pavement already. <laughs> yeah, you, you told us offline that you're pounding in signs at 6 a.m. Yes. <laughs> that's a dedicated, that's yeah. a dedicated uh, agent. Yeah, that's a good thing. Get, get I it, do the heavy lifting, too. Uh, well, get it up early so that all those people driving out on a beautiful day are seeing your signs. Yeah, that's yeah, nice, eh? Nice yeah. spring weather, finally. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, Susan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're you're uh, um, a real estate agent. So I'm actually originally from Hamilton, Ontario, and I moved to Ottawa when I was much younger to play on the Canadian volleyball team, which was uh, at the time centered at University of Ottawa, which was a fantastic experience. And it was a full-time job. I was like 18 with my teammates in the gym all day, all night. And um, I fell in love with Ottawa and stayed. Um, uh, You know, uh, uh, we were supposed to go to the LA Olympics uh, my my dad passed away, so I, I missed that. After years of support, I can talk about it now. <laughs> but um, I got into real estate. I worked in the city of Ottawa for quite a long time, on and off, and I started in parks and recreation community services. And so I sort of you know my teammate, uh, Morana Mazera, and I started the Girls and Women in Sport program in Canada. Hmm. So the reason why some of your daughters have equal gym time, is we, we were the early birds. Yeah. That, and um, I know the city from the inside out. So the natural transition was to real estate. And um, I sort of uh, threw myself in it, no risk, no reward. And fortunately have enough of a base of friends and people I've served over the years in other roles. I've been lo- very lucky and most of my business is personal referral and uh, repeat clients. Mm-hmm. So. Um, um, anyways, I'm very lucky, and I've actually hand managed to help an awful lot of people who are going through changing relationships. Mm. And that's why you're here as a specialist. At, that's in, it. Yes, that. you know we're not a. We have transportation and technology now, so life is life has changed as our parents knew it. So mm. a lot of people go through a lot of change and transition. So um, I like to think. Um, I'm an expert now. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yes, so, so Susan, we're going to get right, uh, right into the questions here. And um, yes. I think for most people who are getting divorced, uh, one of the, like their, their house is their biggest asset. I think for uh, people Everybody. in general, mm-hmm. uh, yes. 99% of the population, their house or, or, or their real estate and where they live yes. is their, probably their biggest real yeah. their asset, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. So yep. Tina, what, uh, what would you like to ask Susan? I mean, there's so many things I think that that yeah. are important when going through a divorce, and and one of them obviously is the the sale of a home or potentially keeping that house. But yes. what are um, what are some situations you would see? Like, do you see both spouses continuing to live in the house? Is that okay that they do that? Yeah. You know, um, we rarely see houses 
that are occupied by the spouses after mm. their relationship changes. It, is it absolutely okay? Yes, it is. You know, I, I, I think, um, you know, many people separate and, and they are still very close friends. It's just life has changed for them. Mm-hmm. So they do occupy the same house. We rarely see it. We tend to see it in very large cities because, mm-hmm. you know, to leave real estate, you can't get back in, in a place like Toronto and Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, and and certainly if we do see that, I, I, I really believe you have to have some kind of cohabitation agreement and mm-hmm. rules of engagement. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. L- lawyers do these, write these agreements all the time. And I'm sure many of them are available, but a lot of it is common sense. Um, and where we see people still cohabitate is with when kids are involved in school districts and, or children with disability. Those kinds of situations are certainly shape the way the transition is going to happen. Times mm-hmm. Ottawa is rarely the case, but sometimes the market is very bad and in in the pocket that the people are living in. So you want you know it's not the best time to sell. It's the best time to stay and hold. And certainly all of this starts with trying to, um, everybody's situation is unique. There's no two alike. And certainly sometimes spouses are on different pages. So we try to sit with people and really understand, you know, their short-term, long-term needs and goals. And how can we help everybody come through this with integrity? I, ha- I-, I-, I wanted to add too that sometimes people say usually they go and usually there's different motivation if one person's out paying rent and one person's staying. Mm-hmm. Motivation is very different. When, when both spouses are on the same page, the transition is much easier for us to manage. How do you navigate it when they're, they aren't on the same page? Yeah, I've dealt with uh, actually court ordered sale to um, an abusive spouse where um, we only dealt with one spouse because the other had a court order restraining order, unfortunately, Mm. and um, we had to have a very high security system in place to show the house. Wow. Mm -hmm. No one got in unattended, like even even um, someone from my team was always present. And um, in some, and we had emergency plans in place. Um, that's rare. <laughs> Usually, most people they they just want to move on, and um, so what we try to do is we meet separately if they like or together. Most people, the initial meeting is together, and then we try to communicate individually with each other, with each, with each spouse, to make sure we understand clearly what they want because. Oftentimes, um, there's a slight difference of opinion. So with your um, greatest asset, one person, their priority is to sell and get the highest price. They don't care what happens. And the other spouse, their priority is to get the kids through the school year. And um, they they have a different idea of who they want the buyer to be. So they're completely different objectives. And the least impact. Like they want the yeah. least, so you got two different yep. opinions on how to yep. sell the house. Um, that raises a question. Do you mind if I yeah. just interject? I just want to ask: um, Do you ever uh, run into situations in divorcing uh, families where both individuals want their own agents? And is that possible? Yes. I don't know. Uh, yes, it absolutely. It's it's possible. On is it possible? Um, yes, 
it's complicated because of agency law and and uh, your duty um, to the client and representing the client. Agency law for us is paramount. So if you sign with the realtor, we have a fiduciary duty to protect you. Right. There's two realtors and two brokerages involved. They can be on the same listing. It's been done, but it's highly unlikely the broker owner would allow that because of the liability. Right. The stops with us. We mm. have air emissions insurance. And um, when there's two involved, then something goes wrong. It's messy. Mm-hmm. Who's like, you know, this company or this company, this agent or this agent, this, mm. this seller disclosed this, the other didn't disclose this. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what people don't realize when you're hiring a realtor, usually it's to get them the most amount of money in the least amount of time with the least inconvenience. When, when there's transition happening in people's lives, it's much more complicated than that when you add the human factor in. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sometimes it's um, helping uh, one person who's brokenhearted just get through it and get to a new place that's a happy home and maybe it's a rental for a while. Whereas the other person, you know, they're on quite a different page. Mm-hmm. So navigating both sides is, is, is a large part. We certainly really try hard to find a middle ground because when the party goes to sell, when they go to sell, we certainly can help them get top dollar once we've found the, the safe place. For example, sometimes a home, it's not normal for a home to not need something. It, you know, there's expected maintenance and bad things happen with climate change. Grading fails, water gets in the basement, things happen. So sometimes when you're acting or getting both parties to agree to, here's what we're going to do to get the house ready and here's how it will be paid for. And, and working to um, even just get to the point of getting on the market there's a lot of negotiation that goes on between both parties. Mm-hmm. But if we can get everybody on the same page, we can have a fantastic result. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, you know, we I brought the parties in. It was a hot market in the property we sold. I brought the people in, the, the spouses, into the office. And we had a practice run for multiple offers. The day before, we, we set it up so that we could show them how it would unfold because in a market like today you want to be prepared because recently there was a neighborhood they had 14 offers oh my god imagine that 14 offers on on different pages how do you go through you're not going to get top dollar (laughs) yeah and you know one needs we have to know the completion closing date they need you know Mm. how do we get from a to z so the better we prepare and get people working together it doesn't mean they have to sit in the same room Mm -hmm. but the we get that pre-plan, you know, plan the work, work the plan, then the we can execute their goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, in the end, one person wants highest price, the other wants a family to live in the house. You know, we have to, we don't want to negotiate between spouses. We want to negotiate with the buyer. Right. 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 What, um, what are, what are some is do you have some advice that you would give a divorcing couple or a separating couple on how to sort of start that process like is there a sort of a start and an end you know obviously end is the actual sale but um i really think you know it's beneficial to interview a few different realtors because you're you're opening up your life and your 
there, there's there's usually been some pain and and you know difficult part, components of this that you need to feel very comfortable with the person you're going to be working with mm-hmm. and high trust because um, it's a very emotional time for you and it's a very important time for you. For example, it's very important to get a sense of the value of the property early on mm-hmm. and understand what debts and obligations are, are on this property. Uh, sometimes there's a penalty with discharge in a mortgage. Sometimes it's one partner is going to buy the other out. Like there's a lot of different twists and turns the transition can take. But um, certainly I think you have to, you have to be very comfortable with the person you're working with and you want them to give you lots of options that you can go away and check with your legal counsel with or your mediator with. Mm-hmm. Um, I find um, in real estate, we buy and sell property, but I really find it's really important for us to be solution, solution oriented and problem solvers. Mm-hmm. So, we do all that stuff, but solutions and problem solving is so important in a transitional relationship. Susan, do you, uh, do you ever help people with rentals? Like, let's say you got all you know, the time, husband all and wife time. and, and yeah. one person yeah. wants to move on, but maybe they can't afford yeah. a house right off the hop. So would that be I something you help? Yeah. I think that's a great, great comment. I was going to sort of suggest that at the end. I don't, oftentimes people think, well, I need to buy another house. Mm-hmm. Rent is a glorious thing, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's, I've often found the people that insisted on it a few years later than wanting to sell. They made a rash decision. Yeah. And it's far more important to consider being inconvenienced and move a few times. Consider that rather than just go and buy another property. Because, you know, oftentimes after you have had time to land on your feet and take a deep breath, you know, we see people say, I'm moving home to Halifax. I want, mm-hmm. I, you know, my kids are, are have launched, or I'm single. I have no ties. I'm I'm traveling. I'm buying an RV and traveling. And aren't we glad they rented? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. You know? I mean, and, you know, I, it's not lost money. You're investing yeah. in yourself. Right. I know. I know that. Like, I'm a, I'm a mortgage agent. So from my okay. Yeah. So I get a lot of people <laughs> asking. <came> <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Um, so I, I, you know, I get a lot of people in my office that, you know, they just, they want the stability of a house for their children. Yes. And so they're very anxious to yes. buy a new place once they sell. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on the back end on the mortgage yeah. side that, you know, not yeah. always can we do that right away if there's no separation right. agreement, no custody agreement. But, but, and, and I, you know, and I think that I get a lot of pushback on that. Not a lot of pushback, but people yeah. don't want to transition from a home to a no. rental to another home. So they yeah. really are anxious to get into that yeah. next home. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know, it is. It's packing and moving and it's a lot of work, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, I have so many people thank us for being supportive of that rental. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just because it gave them a chance to land on their feet. Yeah. Susan, uh, let me ask you a quick question. So give me give me a couple tips for uh, a divorcing couple as far as the property goes. So um, 
Uh, is there something that you, some advice that you'd give somebody that's get before they come to see you? What, is there anything that they should think about when, when it comes to the property and preparing it before they talk to someone like yourself? Um, you know, we all say we can see past things, but most of us can't. So clean up your property. Okay. <laughs> that's where I was going. With it. <laughs> you know, pull, and, because there's we can see value um, and um, do your best to pull together a list of your updates, a list of your utility bills, your recent taxes, do your best to pull that together. It certainly helps us um, reevaluate or evaluate your current value. Um, it's very important to know if there's some kinds of debts or liens that might not, mm-hmm. you know, we might not think about until a lawyer does a title search. Mm-hmm. That, the, the better we understand your debt and obligations, you know, then the better the mortgage broker can guide you through that component. Mm-hmm. I, um, I find most people have a really good understanding of their own value. Uh, we just need to work together and try to try to figure out how do we get you top dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, I find um, sometimes I've seen situations where one person leaves a relationship and they leave the house to the other person. They say, you take that, I'll just go. And what people don't realize is you're, you're actually inheriting a liability because it's got an old roof, an old furnace, it's mm-hmm. deed, it's this, it's that. So the advice I would give is always, you know, I'm sure most people are, most people are dealing with legal counsel and, and continue to check in with them when you're about to make a big decision. Don't say yes right away. Like talk, get mm. talk to mortgage brokers, see what penalties are on the property. Talk to your legal counsel and say, is this a good idea? And 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 get a, get advice. A realtor, a mortgage broker, uh, we can't give legal advice. I can't give accounting advice, but I can give you great questions to ask. You know, right. have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? ask your ask your lender this ask you know there's so many components to this asset that um it's a thoughtful process and it shouldn't be rushed i was just going to say that is that is that something that i think people go into it rushed because they want to get it done they want to clean their hands of the situation and say it's over i I want out and i think people do try to rush it very much Yeah. yeah yeah and i think I mean, certainly we've had people that won't communicate with each other, so we have to go between both. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. But we, um, it, it, it's, there's a lot tied to your property, mm-hmm. and it's included in emotion. So. Okay. All right. Well, we need to wrap it up. Thank you so much for joining no us this morning. Um, just to yeah. let our uh, viewers and listeners know how they can get in touch with you. I'm probably... Best to be reached by cell 613-620-3870. It's uh, you you can text me, call me, and email, and it's sue at dunton.ca. Um, I'm pretty responsive. I'm embarrassed to say I sleep with my phone, but <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot I of people do. That, I have a friend. They call. She calls her iPhone her life partner. <laughs> <laughs> Susan, do you go? Do you, do you so, prefer Sue or Susan? Uh, you know, most people call me Sue, but my legal name is Susan. So, okay. so Sue, what, is there, is there, Sue, is there an area of the city that you kind of like really uh, are, are passionate well, about? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm very lucky I work in the whole region because um, 
having the background I have through the city of Ottawa and especially amalgamation, I have a different take on it all. So um, I'm a large component is central. However, we do everything. Great. Uh, okay. Nice well, cross section behind me. Well, I'm going to encourage listeners and viewers to check you out on our Thank website. Uh, they can connect with you there. And I encourage uh, all listeners to check out our other podcasts. A lot of great advice from great professionals that are all local and have your best interest at heart. And we're going to leave it at that. And Sue, when we see you next time, we're going to get you one of these mugs. Cheers, Because uh, you're on the show. So <laughs> we'll get you. that to you. And we look okay. forward to seeing you at one of our next meetings. And uh, we'll leave it at that. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again. Thank you. Have a great sunny day. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. Divorcenet.ca, expert advice made simple.